he wouldn't shut up. So we gave him a talk show. Sometimes I'll start a sentence. And I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. You can browse movie titles, buy tickets, invite friends, pre-order concessions, all from your phone, and skip the line. Standard data and Texas message rates apply. Texas message rates. What was I supposed to say? No, you did it great, man. I I think I nailed it. Professional job. Texas message rates do apply. Texas message rates do apply. They do! I'm not wrong. Everyone else is wrong. Text, whatever. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Penguins are going to win tonight. If they don't, get after me. Bitch, moan, scream. I'm that confident. In fact, my mortgage check this month on the line. If they lose, I'll pay a lucky listener in the audience my mortgage check. You see, you can't go on and say that because now we're liable. Now that you, oh. you've got us, like, just repeat after me here. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, now we're legal. Texas message rates do apply. Hey, Joe, I love you. I'm mad at you. Uh, why? Take a guess. Any guess. Uh, I don't know. Do you have any idea? Uh, no. Nothing's hitting you in the face? Not one. Not getting an inkling? No. So we're at the Carson City Saloon. It is the Bud Light Happy Hour. We're going to hear from Butchie Maine, John Butchagross, coming up in about 16 minutes here on the show. That's soon. Shut the hell up while I excoriate you. Okay? Uh, Let me excoriate you first. We're very far away from uh, Console Energy Center. Uh, so far so that by the time we get there, they'll change the name to PPG Paints Arena. <laughs> and Joe wants a ride. He wants to clean up the equipment. He wants to put it in my car. wants us to drive him over there. By the time I get home, I mean, the game's going to be over. It's going to be over, Joe. The whole thing. I'm not going to just miss the first period. I'm going to have to fight traffic the whole way back. It's not just a random game. It's a playoff game. It's a playoff game. I mean, don't don't tell the Flyers, but, yeah, yeah, playoff game. I don't even need a ride there. I I honestly just need to get across the river. Get me to the Armstrong Tunnel, and I'll be fine. Jeez, that's all I had to do was bitch and moan, and all of a sudden we just get to drop you over the Armstrong Tunnel? That's not bad. I can amend. Is that where Ben Roethlisberger got hit by the uh, car, by the way? Was that in the bathroom? Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. (laughs) 412-922-2874. It is 420. We don't we don't mind, Joe. It's okay, man. You've done so much for us. I mean, you left us for the TV morning show. Uh, you, you don't return my calls anymore. I mean, as long as we get to spend extra time with Joe, yeah. it, it's kind of a way. Really, I guess that's what it's all about. Yeah. But he says we can't get high in my car. What? I know. So now you're mad at him. <laughs> yeah, this I mean, is I good. can't because I was going to drive. You're going to have to walk. Yeah, Joe, you're done, man. you got to walk. Armstrong Tunnel, you're going to miss the whole game. How about that? Yeah. You didn't get the tickets to the DV morning show, though, did you? I did not. That would have been a swift kick in the Johnson. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. I would have done that, too. Had that been the case, I would say, Joe, I'm going to need the tickets. I'll go with you. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to need a ticket. But we're good. We're fine. We're square. Can I pose this question just for scientific purposes? Sure thing. If Rand, if Randy Bauman was in this situation, would you ask him to pack up the equipment and then drive you to the PPG Paints Arena? No. 
Whoa! <laughs> What's that mean? First of all, I if we're getting in the weeds on this, <laughs> uh, I'm going to pack up the equipment. It's just a matter of transporting. I can even leave it. It's just a matter of it, like staying here for a while and then getting back later. <laughs> well, we are coming back here next Friday. We are. Yeah, so we can just stow it behind this nice plastic eight-foot table. Actually, here I'll make you, I'll make you a deal. I will drive you to PPG Paints Arena. No charge. is the day for deals. <laughs> no questions asked. But you have to take the Matrix into the stadium. <laughs> you have to see if they'll let, let you in through all the metal detectors. Take all the equipment in. I'm a freelance play-by-play announcer. Yeah, I'm just trying to call the game <laughs> I bought here. a ticket. I do it for my buddies and I have, on I have a jetpack. I'm going to call the game from my seat. Yeah. Just for my buddies on Facebook, you know. I like to call the game for it, yeah. make it a little personal. I just like to wear the headset. It makes me feel like Bill Cowher. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. It's okay. Don't worry about it, Joe. Just next time you owe us. How about that? I'm in debt to Adam Crowley. I'm not sure what that entails. Oh, boy. Yeah, it depends on what my wife asks for. Why did I just Wait, burn myself? I just burnt myself. Yeah. What happened there? Crowley. Yikes. John Butchergrass. 13 minutes away, not a, not a second beforehand, unfortunately. I got a bunch of tweets coming from people on the outside, my snowflakes, my minions, here while I sit at the Carson City Saloon for the Bud Light Happy Hour. We were talking a little bit earlier on in the show about athletes who did the whole weed thing right. And by right, I mean dudes who got high and gave two bleeps about it, man. And we came up with a little bit of a list. Ricky Williams, obviously, would be number one. That guy left football to smoke weed. And then examples of guys who didn't do all that well. Martavis Bryant, Le'Veon Bell, and we have not yet brought up the worst offender. Tom, I'll give you a guess. I, I can't think of anything right now. You weren't listening to me at all, were you? No, yeah, I just can't think of the worst offender. What was the question? Worst offender of what? I got him on his heels. Worst offender of uh, smoking weed. You listed Martavis Bryant, and then... Another name, and then, oh, oh, and then ask me a question. <laughs> How about Josh Gordon? That ring a belt? Josh Gordon? Are Who's you, Josh are you Gordon? Of, you're you're the Brownies. Jeff Gordon. Yeah, the NASCAR driver. No, that's not DuPont it. DuPont Rainbow 24. Yeah. That you get. That's the line you drop on the show today? What? <laughs> DuPont Rainbow 24? That's 100% accurate, so. Favorite NASCAR driver, Go. I I'm kidding. Shut the I hell up, I think it's pretty Tom. clear it's DuPont Shut Rainbow 24. Shut the hell up. Greg Biffle. And he says former Indians pitcher Chris Perez sent weed to his house a couple of years ago and got busted. The first time I smoked weed, it got high because I didn't get high the first time. They say that ha doesn't happen or that happens. I I've known people to get high the first time. I didn't. The first time I got high, I had thought that I was high before. And let me just make this disclaimer. Kids don't do drugs. Are we good then? Yeah. yeah I make we're that good. We're legal. good. Yeah, Kids, cool. don't do drugs. Yeah, wait till you're an adult. Yeah. And then don't drive or do any of that stuff. But when I did, first couple of times I got giggly, but that's it. Didn't get high. The first time I got high was in my buddy's basement. We're playing ping pong back and forth, right? And all of a sudden, I became the world's greatest ping pong player. Like, in half a second. Oh, you're thinking of Forrest Gump. I would like to throw you out the window <laughs> in our drive to PPG Paints Arena. And the reason I got so good is because the ball became a line. Someone would smack the ball, and it just had a trail behind it. It was like I was playing Mario Tennis 64. It was so badass. We smoked out of an apple. 
Oh, that's that's like stoner ingenuity right there. It is. Like, if you're a stoner, you can make a bong or a bowl or a some sort of hitting piece out of anything. Like, it's like, hey, man, all I need is, like, I need a tangerine, a banana, and a Band-Aid. And I can do this, man. You got any Vaseline in a hanger? And if you've got any cat litter, we can make that work, too. I've actually got something for my first time that may help people out there. Like, I'm originally from Baltimore. Okay, so growing up there, I, I went to this school. We had ski trips and everything, so we had the annual ski trip. And when you live in Baltimore, the place to go skiing is Seven Springs. If you're going to go for a weekend, you go to Seven Springs, right? I knew skiing was a big deal in Baltimore. I did not know it actually had to do with real snow. Well, it <laughs> nailed it. And so we came up for a trip to Seven Springs. We're all getting ready for it. We're like, all right, we need two things. And none of us has smoked pot or anything yet, and we need two things. We need some beer. And we need some pop. That's Bud gonna make Weiser. that's gonna make the that's gonna Bud make Light. the ski trip the best, right? So this is a private school, you know. So we're risking some stuff doing this here. So we go up and get my buddy John Meyer. Just throw him out under the bus here. He got us the weed. He's the guilty one. Way to go, man! So John Meyer gets us the weed. We're all psyched. We all divvied in our money, and we're like, yeah, we got this big sack of weed ready to go. All right, <laughs> here we go. We're going skiing. So we get up there and. Uh, we're in, like, the chalets. This is old Seven Springs. So the chalet's at the bottom of the hill, and we're, all, like, a bunch of us are staying in one chalet. So, Can I ask one more question? Sure. What the hell's a chalet? It's like a group. Do you know what that word means, Tom? It's a, it's or a Joe? champagne. Yeah, I understand it, but Brian should explain it for you. It's, it's like a place you stay in where, like, a bunch of people kind of stay in a room at a ski resort. It's like one room but with a bunch of beds in it. Okay. Okay, so we're all staying in the chalet. Sorry about that. I'm and, not highbrow. And we've got our we've got our newly found weed. None of us have ever really done it. A couple of us, a couple of people there are like, hey, you know, yeah, I've done it, but they probably hadn't. You know, they're just like being cool and stuff. So we got to walk out to smoke the weed because we can't get uh, caught by our like chaperone guy. So we go out there and we smoke weed. And I don't really feel anything that first night, right? But like the only like thing I have to compare it to is drunk. So I think I have to be something. You know, like, I don't want to be the weird ones not feeling anything, so I kind of, like, fake a stumble or two. You know, like, yeah, man, I'm feeling good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, yeah, yeah. So the second night comes back around, gets me high as heck, right? I'm crazy on the ski resort. And so with all of us in there, by the end of the trip, we were only there for two days, we had a ton of weed left. So at that time, we get paranoid that we can't take it back. Why risk getting caught? Because what we're using it for is done, so we don't need this weed anymore. So my bright idea was to take off one of the electrical sockets inside the chalet and hide the sack of weed in there and screw it back in. Oh, yes. So if you ever go to Seven Springs, dig into the walls because there's a fat sack of weed in there. Yes. I wonder if that would even do a thing to you. I don't know. Well, it's been, what, it's 20, ne- 20 years, maybe? Something like that. It's never la- I've never had weed last 20 years around me, so no. I don't know. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I've never tried that, the uh, age the weed 20 years before you smoke it again thing. Yeah. Dear God. I was at a Christmas party three years ago. This is the last time I smoked weed. And my buddy, total loser, uh, as am I, and we're outside this Christmas party. We go back to my house to get it. My buddy lives a block away from me. And we're hitting it, right? And we start walking up the hill, and all of a sudden, I'm, I'm toasted. I can't feel my body, and I have severe anxiety. And weed does not help that. <laughs> it makes it so much worse. So we're standing then, eventually, outside my buddy's place, as people walk in and out. 
I'm about to walk in. I'm like, I just need to eat something. I need to have a drink of water. I need to lay down. I'll be fine. It's going to be okay. I'm okay, man. Don't, are, are you okay? Because I'm okay. Are you okay? He's like, clearly not okay. And he looks up at the porch. And there's this dude standing out there. And he's holding his phone. And my buddy goes, that's a cop. <laughs> we can't go in. He's, he's going to get all of us at this party. We're screwed, man. We're like, we're effed, dude. We're done. Like, we're cooked. We can't go in there. We got to go back to your house. I was like, dude, I think I'm locked out of our house. He's like, where are we going to go? What are we going to do? We're screwed. We can't go in here. We just stand in the corner of Mount Lebanon. They don't accept that here. Like, we're going to get arrested. We're going to have to serve. Oh, it's bad. It's yeah, bad. the cops are already on you because clearly that guy's waiting in front that of the house. That guy's right for you. there. Yeah. Turned out it was our friend waiting for an Uber. Oh. But when we get back in, when we finally get in the house, see our, our friend with the giant afro, like, I mean, it's clearly our friend. He got a giant afro. Like, the only guy in Mount Lebanon who's got an afro. It's a police helmet. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> we finally get in there, and all I see is white. It was just like the brightest lights I've ever seen. I'm eating. And my buddy is standing outside the bathroom for, I kid you not, 15 minutes. Standing outside. I got to piss, man. Oh, pee. Sorry. Can't say that. Got to pee, man. Oh, it's tough. This is hard. This is difficult. This is going to be an issue. 15 minutes later, after he stood outside the door the entire time, Someone knocks on the bathroom door, opens it, and goes in. There was no one in the bathroom the entire time. Oh, no. Yeah, he's holding his pants like an idiot. <laughs> so again, kids, don't do drugs. Don't say the P word on the radio. Butchie man, John Butchie Gross up next at CSPN Pittsburgh. Shop loads for deals to help you save on those outdoor projects popping up on your to-do list. For your lawn, get 50% off all Pennington One Step Complete. Pennington One Step is a grass seed mix that contains mulch, seed, and fertilizer to help you grow a dark green, drought-resistant lawn. Get yours today for 50% off. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through May 2nd. While supplies last, selection varies by location. See store for details, U.S. only. You know, guys, we forgot the most famous pot-smoking athlete of all. Who? Michael Phelps. Being himself. Oh! That's my hometown boy, too. Uh, the Adam Crowley Show. Axon. Axon. Ah, no, Axon. Oh, no. Oh, it's on the nipple. Axon. 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 He went from the bottom. Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh. Vaughn Miller? Yep. Steve Kerr? Yep. LeGarrette Blunt? Yep. Cliff Robinson? Yep. John Butchigross joins us now on the show <laughs> to talk about weed smoking NFL players. Nope. And basketball players. Okay, that wasn't it. Uh, we're joined by John Butchigross now from ESPN to talk about Penguins, Flyers, and more. John, thank you so much for taking the time today, man. Thank you, boys. John, Sid Lemieux is the conversation that's been all over Pittsburgh these last couple of days. Sid has won more. Sid now has more points than Lemieux. Lemieux has the individual accolades in terms of the regular season. He also won two cups. Oh, oh yeah, by the way, he's the owner. But it just to me, I'm not interested in that conversation. It shows how much the franchise has come that Sid can even be discussed in that conversation. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, you know, I obviously I grew up blue and when uh, they weren't really relevant at all they were lovable and they were cool and they had an awesome radio play-by-play announcer who was unique and they were just an interesting franchise and then 
Of course, Mario came along and brought them to a, to a whole new level, and then obviously more troubles, and then back and forth, and here they are. So yeah, it, when you look back at NHL teams in the past, you know, 30 years, there's really no other team that's really as in the you know probably in totality as really relevant or really uh, shines so bright in terms of all-time greats. It, it's really astounding. Butchie Man is one of the people at ESPN who uh, still loves hockey, and uh, that's not, I don't think, an indictment on ESPN at all, but it's just John Butchigross is one of the hockey guys there. So in your life, John, enjoying the sport, watching the sport, not who's the best player, but who are maybe the best three players or the three players that you enjoyed watching the most? Yeah, that's always that's always the more fun argument for me because there's no way you quantify and really compare eras, even teams and style of play and coaches and schools at the time. And certainly with Lemieux's situation, uh, you know, his cancer and his back and his health concerns. So he's, he's never really got a, a, a fair shake in terms of comparing him. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's, and that's why I enjoyed the Penguins so much in the last few years. I just play and you know, compare you know Lemieux and Crosby and other people it's skill sets and to me Lemieux is actually closer to Malkin than he is Crosby in terms of a player sure uh you know Lemieux shot the puck like you know Patrick Lyon is going to be an all-time great 600 to 700 goal scorer for Winnipeg like he's that Ovechkin he's taking the mantle the torture of Ovechkin for the next 10 years he's the guy with just a generational savant protege shot well that's what lemieux had uh malkin has i I think lemieux shots better than malkin and malkin has a great shot obviously sid different sid hangs around the net and he he uses hand-eye coordination he uses his giant butt to get positioning (laughs) and keep the puck away from people uh and that's what that's what yager had he had the giant can and that's what helps in hockey and so it's just different players, different skill sets. But, yeah, that's why I love watching Malkin. When Malkin comes through the neutral zone with the puck and does that little self-pass where he kind of sauces it three feet up to the right or left and then go gets it himself to be the guy, I, I get a little excited when that happens. i got to tell you, that's, to me, that is just poetry when he comes through the neutral zone galloping kind of like a horse and he just kind of sauces it and he goes and gets it and he just, he just undresses these guys and, to me, that's, that's, that's the awesome game in the open ice. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think that Lemieux and Malkin have an elegance about their game. And as good as Sidney Crosby is, I don't look at his game and think elegance. I look at him as one of the better grinders, really, of all time. He hates that. But the way he works down low, the way he retrieves pucks, the way he'll play in front of the net, that's what separates him. Yeah, again, he's a short, squatty body. You know, again, that real giant lower body quads and 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 uh and a can like we said and that's what he uses to get open and but also he's two steps ahead of the game but a lot of hockey players have great sense you know phil kessel has great hockey sure sense. and uh, obviously malkin has amazing hockey sense sid understands i think even better not only hockey sense he understands angles he understands geometry and bank shots but also he has so much free reign being the best and being the captain and now having a full resume he can really try things so he's freed he's now free so, so once you get a great talent like that who is freed up and can do really whatever he wants, it's like James Hart in the NBA. He's got a complete green light. When you have a complete green light to do whatever you want, whatever you do in the, in the walk, if you're a radio host and you got a complete green light, you're going to let it fly. So you're going to be better. You're going to be more entertaining. And uh, that's what Sid has. Now he has such a complete resume. 
he can let it fly. And he's at that perfect intersection now of experience and youth and freedom that has been, and the byproduct of that is two straight Stanley Cups and maybe a third. So he's at that perfect intersection of life right now where he's still young, but he has all this experience and all this freedom, and the resume is set. He could quit tomorrow, and he's an all-time great. John Butchgrass joins us now here on the Crowley Show. Uh, John, I don't think a lot of people would be all that surprised if you told them the Penguins are up three games to one in a series. Are you surprised, though, by the way the Flyers came out in the last game and really by the lack of production from their stars? Not really, because they know they don't have a goalie. And when you know you don't have a goalie, you know you have no chance. And that's such an important position. The Penguins know they have a goalie, and that's another reason for their success the last two years. Obviously, sure. they have two goalies. And that's, that really makes it good. And I think that the Flyers and the Penguins are just, they're just they're, they're a better skating team you know, all the way around. And they can and they can defend Giroux. You know, Giroux's skating is not his strength. And so they're, they're able to corral him. And, and, and the other guys are kind of opportunistic players. They're not going to go out and force the issue. And, and, and just kind of take over a game, Borchek and Simmons. They kind of, the game has to kind of come to them, has to kind of flow for them and, uh, and go from there. Their defense still is young and not really that good either. So the Flyers are a long way off. For the, you know, you feel a hockey team from the back end out. They're still looking for their goalie and they're, they're going young on defense and hoping that they can obviously develop them and then maybe be in play for someone like John Carlson on the Capitals. They could sign someone like that and plug in a veteran. That'll make the whole team better. Speaking of Carlson, he's having a hell of a series in the battle that everyone here in Pittsburgh is watching because that would be the eventual opponent for the Penguins. Capitals showing a little stones here, huh? I I don't think they've played all that terribly. Hell, they led going into the no. third period in each of these games, but uh, a lot of heart, a lot of will to get back from down two games to nil whenever you have to go on the road. Yeah, they you know they um I, I agree. I thought they were kind of the better team in Washington. Yeah. Just you just didn't get it, and of course the overtime games can go either way. But um, yeah, you know, oh, she's a grinder. He's a pro, and they've been together for a while. And they're, you know, the young guys, the Kuznets off. They're going to get a little more experience and backstrap. But I really love what Ovi did and coming out down 0-2 and guaranteeing, uh, you know, a couple of wins and going back even. That's you know, throughout the years, he's never been the problem earlier in his career. He was a big time playoff producer when the the Penguins and Capitals had those big series. But their bottom six was not good. The Penguins always had a much better bottom six. Well, the last four years. He has dipped a bit. His production is more like a 30-goal score and not a 50-goal score. He's done that. He's at multi-point games in three straight. He's never done that before his whole career. So he hockeyness or think he needs he needs to understand. I got to do something to lead. I wear the seat of reason. Hey, we're going to cut. Uh, sorry, John, we lost you here for a second. Uh, you're cutting in and out. We're going to call you back here momentarily. Just got a few more questions for you. Uh, John Butchigross of ESPN joining us here on the Crowley Show. I think he's spot on with the Ovechkin conversation there. Uh, Ovechkin has had a good playoff series. I do think that the Capitals were maybe the better team in the first couple of games. When you lead going into the third period, you played a better 40 minutes. You just have, and they let some leads slip away. These last two, they were able to finish the games off. One, of course, going in overtime, and that's where luck comes in. If the Capitals lose game three in OT, it's over. It's done. See you later. You're down three games to nil. You're not the Boston Red Sox 2004. You're done. But they found a way to win, and then they come back and they win again. And Ovechkin, he 
almost guaranteed it. Now Giroux's trying to do the same thing. Uh, unfortunately for the Flyers and their fans, they haven't. Uh, he hasn't been able to produce. Uh, John, we got you back now. Uh, is that the best Butchie overtime challenge series that you've seen, at least in the beginning portion? Uh, three games going overtime right off the shoot. Yeah, other than that, it's been slow. Slow spring. I haven't gone. I haven't had to go to the post office as much to mail out free T-shirts. So uh, they're giving me a break, everybody. But yeah, having those quick three in a row, certainly. Uh, but you know, there's been times. I remember the last couple of years, there'd be games in this first round where there'd be like two games in overtime at the same time. Or here we go again, and then another one, and uh, you know, a late game goes overtime. So it, it hasn't been mayhem yet. It's been very, very chill so far. Uh, John, better matchup for the Penguins if it were to get that far. And we're projecting here, obviously. You think Boston or Lightning would give them? Uh, do you think the Penguins have a better chance of beating? Woof, man, those are both tough matchups. Uh, I think the Bruins are the best team in the NHL right now, the deepest. Um, if I had to bet a, a, a paycheck, someone they forced me to bet a paycheck on one team, I'd probably go them or Nashville. Instead of betting your paycheck on a team, just give it to me. How's that sound? <laughs> Uh, I got alimony, brother. It ain't that great. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, the Lightning has the goalie in Vasilevsky. Whoever, you know, it, it's going to be such a huge, not unless they play the Capitals, and, you know, obviously Hopi, they're, they're used to him. But, it, you sure. know, whether it's Bobrovsky or the Bruins and Rask and Vasilevsky, it, it's a whole different goaltender situation. Now, the Penguins would not be scoring five, six goals a game <laughs> in the next couple of rounds. Uh, maybe they play the Capitals. but so uh, So it's going to be tougher. You know, they're both. I think the, the Bruins and Lightning are so tight in terms of, I still think the Bruins are slightly better when he- completely healthy, but they're both would be big, big challenges for the Penguins. You know, two sets of D and a really good goalie. That's not the case against the Flyers. It, they, you really can't base the Penguins' playoff chances or hopes based on the Flyer series. No, not at all. I do think it helps them warm up a little bit. Uh, there, was yeah, the, yeah. there was a conversation about flipping the switch, and I think that that helps. Um, but I, I do think you're right about that. John, really appreciate you taking the time today, man. Thank you so much, and hopefully we get a chance to do it again sometime. I'll love the Berg anytime. Peace, guys. Oh, maybe we'll do it. Maybe we won't. That's John Butchergrass from ESPN, Bucci Mang. Appreciate him coming on the show. It's time to go around the bags with the biggest D-bag on the Pittsburgh Airwaves, Adam Crowley. When Crosby was living with Lemieux, he taught him how to get to first base. It was like parent trap. Jamison Tyon had his worst start of the year yesterday. Didn't talk baseball, so we're going to get to it now. He was not able to get out of the second inning as the Phillies tagged him for five runs. The Pirates misplayed a bunt, which got him in all kinds of trouble. We've talked about this before. Things are going to happen. You have to pitch around them. He's still one of the best righties in the National League. Hey, the first time I got to second base was in a tent at a rowing competition oh the pirates gave up three runs on a single yesterday i don't know that i've ever seen that before that's remarkable good on the phillies for being aggressive but frazier and Marte were late getting the ball in that can't happen although it was pretty damn cool hey did they change the definition of third base because it used to be a little bit more dialed back in my time. Anyway, Tyler Glass now has a pretty darn good gig, doesn't he? I bitch and moan about the control issues. I gripe about the ERA. So does everyone. But he struck out seven and three and two-thirds innings. Son of a bitch. He's like Pandora's box. He gave up two and walked three, but he struck out seven. His control is awful, but his stuff is elite. He's a total freaking enigma. But potential keeps him around. And really, it will all season. And really, it's why he's going to have some semblance of a career. 
Hey, John Butchergrass once slid into my DMs to discuss... Going for home. <laughs> the Pirates have scored two runs or less in... Listen to this, Tom. Five of their last seven games. They broke out for seven and one in ten in another in the two games where they have scored more than two, but they've also been shut out twice. So here's the rub. The Pirates do have a good lineup, but they can't be as hot as they were at the beginning of the year, and when they aren't, they're just not a great baseball team. That's all I got for you. That's around the bags. Doesn't Harry Carey usually say something here? He should. That's how it goes. Harry, what are you doing? Come on. What? Get. Hi! Sorry about that, Adam. I was about to take off for the day. That was another unbelievable rendition of Around the Bags. The winning streak continues. But hey, keep that dial right there, because coming up, it's the hottest take of the day and other crap. Stay tuned. Adam wins. Adam wins. The Adam Crowley Show. Making my way downtown, walking fast, faces passing, I'm homebound. Should I go lower? Staring blankly ahead, just making my way, making a way through the crowd. On ESPN Pittsburgh. Roll another. Penguins and Flyers game five tonight. Seven o'clock right after our show wraps up. Cannot wait to listen to the entire thing on radio as we drop Joe off at PPG Paints Arena. Gonna miss the game. Gonna miss the whole darn thing. It is the Hall of Famer along with the old 2-9er Phil Bork though, so it should be fun. Got some breaking news here as it relates to the game tonight. Giroux, Philpola, and Voracek, the first line. Ooh, for the Flyers. Raffle, Patrick, and Konechny, the second. And in warm-ups, it's Lawton Simmons being centered by none other than Claude Giroux. Or, pardon me, Jesus, I'm reading here. Couturier, how did I read that wrong? That's because I'm high. I think that it's a telltale sign that he's not going to play, that he's skating on the third line. I, I still think they're playing games here. I could be totally wrong, take it for what it's worth, but I don't think he's going to play. Third line, eh, not going to happen. Also, this just in. No Brian Elliott tonight for the Philadelphia Flyers. It is going to be, wait for it, Michael Neuvert, who did not even take a morning skate today. That's why I think there's a misdirection going on here with Couturier on the third line. Now, I think Dave Haxtell is trying to play mind games with Mike Sullivan. Good luck with that. Here's the deal. The Penguins can look across and see Neuvert. They can look across and see Morazic. They can look across and see Elliott. And all they see is a goalie who's not going to get in the way of their shots. I mean, let's just be real here. He's not going to get in the way of the shots. He's not good enough. None of them. All three of them. They're the same guy. They're the same effing guy. It's not going to work. I also don't think they give a damn if Couturier plays or not. I don't think Sullivan's looking for the matchup. He'll take it, but he's not looking for it. He has faith that all of his four lines are better than anything they could put out there. So that's what we got going on tonight. Mm. Ooh, it's time for the hottest take of the day. It's time for the hottest take of the day. <laughs> the Penguins tweeted out, Home is where the heart is. One win to secure a spot in round two. This is what we play for. Hey, Penguin social media account. FYI, you don't play to go to round two. Oh, uh, what are you, the Flyers? Hashtag earn tomorrow? No. No. Round two's fine. 
We play to win the Stanley Cup. Have we gotten so arrogant around here uh, that the expectations have changed? Uh, you win two cups in a row. It, it doesn't matter what you do the next year. F that, Penguins. You play for a spot in round two. God, expectations have changed. Win two cups, get all complacent. Social media manager, Andy Perlman, not doing her job. No, Andy's great at her job. Come on, man. Uh, no, she's one of the best in the biz. Yeah. In fact, I like what she said. <laughs> I liked it. I really liked it. I keep seeing this. Sean Couturier skating between Simmons and Lawton in warm Oh, yeah, I get it. Uh, quit tweeting it. Penguins line's going to be the same. They're shooting for round two. I think they'll be okay there. I, I, I don't know if they'll advance past it, but I, I do think that they'll get to round two. Gensel, Crosby, Simone, Haglin, Mulgan, Kessel, Sherry, Broussard, Rust, and then... Aston Reese, Shahan, Kuhnhockel. No changes. I don't even know why I'm reading it. Probably to kill time. It's time for other crap. <laughs> Woo! Other crap. Today's the first day of NFL drug testing. Who's going to be the first to get caught? Martavis? Woo! Other crap. Josh Gordon? Woo! I haven't talked about this. Other crap. Le'Veon Bell? Woo! Other crap. Josh Gordon? Woo! Other crap. Jalen Saunders? Woo! Other crap. Rolando McClain? Woo! Other crap. Josh Gordon? Woo! Other crap. Martavis Bryant? Woo! Other crap. Jason Peters is resigning after four seasons as the Hurricanes head coach. Sounds like he got rip, ripped away by a, a tide. Woo! What the? Really? What does that even mean? Other really? Crap. Uh, that means, I mean, my God. Uh, I don't know what that Come means. Come on. I don't think we did enough other craps in the show meeting, and it just hit me now. We've been having a Woo! great show so far. Uh, it's got ruined. Other crap. I'm talking over other craps. You don't have another other crap. Adam doesn't have another other crap. Woo! Other crap. He can't think of one. Woo! Other crap. It's just not coming to him. Woo! Other crap. Phil Kessel's a minus 67 in the regular season. He's a plus 18 in the postseason. It's a joke because he doesn't play defense in the regular season. Woo! Other crap. Martavis Bryant. Woo! Other crap. Josh Gordon. Woo! Other crap. I really wish the internet were working. Woo! Other crap. Tigers beat the Royals three to two. <laughs> Woo! Other crap. Woo! Other crap. Wild and Jets play at seven thirty. <laughs> Same with the Prebs and Avs. Woo! Other crap. I'm sure there's an NBA game on the schedule tonight. Woo! Other crap. Uh, LeBron James already lost one game to the Pacers. Can't keep pace. 
Woo! Other crap. That was the third day in a row for that one. Woo! Other crap. Who's your daddy? Woo! Other crap. That was the third day in a row for that one. Woo! Other crap. I mean, seriously, LeBron James is not the best player who's ever played. The best player who's ever played doesn't lose in game one to a fifth seed. It just doesn't happen. Nice hairline. Woo! Other crap. 46 points and his team wins by three. Uh, by my math, if he scores 42, they lose. Woo! Other crap. I doubt that Michael Jordan ever lost a first-round series. Woo! <laughs> Other crap. Raptors, Wizards at 8 o'clock. Woo! Other crap. The Wizards have the lowest remaining winning uh, percentage. Woo! Woo! Other crap. And Bucks and Celtics at 9.30. Woo! Other crap. It's been 416 days since Pitt's last conference win. In basketball. Third star! Tonight's third star of the show, Brian LaMartina! Hell yeah! Breaker, breaker, one nine. Got a 20 on a ganja grabber. Lighting up drivers and dropping dimes on Potomac between Green Tree and Danksville Road. Don't want to lose your weed because of speed, so hit it slow and hide your ball, or else you'll end up in the can. Danksville. <laughs> I love that, huh? I love Danksville. <laughs> second star. Tonight's second star of the show, John Bucigras. Obviously, Sid different. Sid hangs around the net. And he, t- he uses hand-eye coordination. He uses his giant butt to get position and keep the puck away from people. Uh, and that's what that's what Yager had. He had the giant can, and that's what helps in hockey. First star and tonight's first star of the show, Adam Crowley. Penguins are going to burn the Flyers. Smoke them. I hope they vaporize them. Make their asses grass. Roll them. Choke them out. Hopefully they can make contact high on Drew. They need to bogart the puck. Bowl them over. Hopefully they bubble up some frustration. Pick out their stems. What? Pick up their yeah. stems? I don't know what that means. Oh, dude, you had me until uh, there. Uh, everything was good until that. Man. I don't know what happened. I'm sorry! <laughs> I'm high. I'm high. Uh, Harry? Yeah, is the show over yet? Harry, you still there? Uh, paging Harry Carey. You see, that guy quit on the show. Yeah, see, now I Harry. never quit on the show, okay? I'm not a quitter. I don't know where Harry's doing today. Tom, is Harry still here? Who let the dogs out? Is that something I did? Is that something I said? I don't understand. Where the hell did Harry go? Shut the hell up, Stat Pat. Let Adam at the show, you amateur. Tonight, the Penguins will put away the Flyers. 6 nothing. how about that? If I'm wrong, it doesn't matter. 8 nothing. And if I'm... Shut the hell up, Tom. That's ridiculous. Not the death of Adam. A cut.
cool bad spot. See you Monday. Oh, 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 oh.